families argue. Families don't fight. Families disagree. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I like I th- that. I think families fight a little bit. And that's okay. Before they get in your business, be in charge of your business. Own it because it's your business. Your business, business. Handle all of your business. Value all of your business. You say you're minding your business. My business. What's up, good people? Welcome into Montgomery and Company. I'm hollering at you live from West Virginia. Mountain Mama, take me home. You ain't got to take me home because I'm here right now. And we're about to do this show a little bit different. This is the first time that we've kind of done a show where we're all sitting together in the same room. We're progressing towards a live show. So when we turn up in your location, come see us. But we're doing this differently. We're going to talk a little bit about that Amber Heard, Johnny Depp situation because it's wild. We all know it's wild. But we're also going to have my sister Shay join us. A little moco on the go is what we're going to call it when we have the whole fam here and we're talking together in one place. Get into it, family teams. Episode 21. Episode 21. Episode 21! Listen, it's episode 21 and that's big lit to me because I'm an athlete and our numbers are a part of our identity. So number 21, I can remember Coach Jim Peterson used to coach for the Minnesota Lynx. Now he's an analyst for the Minnesota Timberwolves. He used to literally say, what up, 2-1? That's how he greeted me. He would let me know I am my number identity. What up, 2-1? And you know what? I thought it was lit. I was like, what up with it? I was hyped because it's episode 21. I'm number 21. This is a big episode. And because this is a big episode... We decided to do things a little bit differently in this episode 21. I wanted to just have my tribe around me. You know, your sports number is a part of your identity, but getting to that number, getting to that important place in sports, well, you got to have your tribe with you. And so for episode 21, I got the whole squad coming through. We're just going to talk about things. We're going to talk about getting to this position in the WNBA, what it takes. We're going to talk about working together with your family, having your family be your support system. We're going to talk about being a role player. Yeah, being a role player. People always say that with a certain connotation, but what's up? Charles Barkley is famous for saying the others got to show up. I think that's lit. I was proud to be an other when I played for the Minnesota Lynx. I was really proud to win six women of the year for the Connecticut Sun. It's lit. Everybody got a role to play. So we talk about that, playing your role as a family member, playing your role in business. We talk about all of that. We're just going to talk about things that are in our world, traditional versus non-traditional roles and what that looks like. You know, we're talking about how social media has changed things. We're talking about, is your mother-in-law a monster-in-law? Listen, I ain't going to say no names, but we have one that might be one, okay? In the building with the MoCo crew. We got a monster-in-law in in the making. We're going to talk about that, but we really just wanted to talk about, you know, how we got here. And speaking of how we got here, I just got to show y'all some love. And you know what? Y'all really turned up because y'all did this for us right before episode 21. What did y'all do? I'm glad you asked. What y'all did was y'all listened to us. Y'all didn't just listen to us. You must have told a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend because we have over 500,000 downloads. Over, over 500,000. Mocha, we just started this thing. We just getting going. I thought it was, you know, I, did, I was hoping we didn't peak too early. 
when we hit top 50 podcasts. But we're here, baby. Let's go. You may or may not have heard, but Johnny Depp, Mr. Pirates of the Caribbean, is in court right now with his ex-wife, Amber Heard. There's a lot of things that have came out in court. We're going to talk about it, and I don't even know a lot about it. So Cole is actually going to educate me and everyone else, because I don't know how much everyone knows about it. But Cole is going to educate us on what's going on with it. The thing that I think about is relationships. Like, we always talk about who you build with and who you decide to go into this thing called life with is very important. We say that all the time, but we've seen so many times where who you're with can either make or break you. And that's the decision that you got to make. And so I'm hearing all kinds of stuff and I'm like, what's going on with this Amber Heard and Johnny Depp situation? So I decided to just ask y'all because in Cole was like, oh, I know a lot about it. So Cole, tell me what's going on. Like set the stage for us. What's going on? (sighs) Unfortunately, I like Johnny Depp. I've always loved his movies. I think he's a phenomenal actor. You know, there's not too many things I've seen that I did not like that he has done. So for this to be what it is, it's kind of upsetting. And it's also kind of an eye opener because like we said, whenever you go home and close your doors, you don't know what happens behind closed doors, people's houses, unless like Amber Heard and like Johnny Depp, you have people who are in your life every single day, like your driver, your security people, your cooks and all that stuff. So people were privy to some of this madness that was going on. Just to let y'all know the backstory, basically Johnny Depp and Amber Heard got married, I want to say 2000, maybe 15 or relationship wise started sometime back then they got married they were married for approximately 15 months so all of this madness and craziness happened within a year a little under a year and a half but apparently it came to the point where he had had enough he was leaving her because in the terms that we're seeing now the relationship was very abusive now i'm not going to take a side and say he did or he didn't abuse her. But there's definitely been some confirmation that there was abuse on his side. What they're trying to prove now is that she's trying to prove now is that there was abuse on her side. And from what I'm seeing, it's not going very well. So basically, Johnny Depp was getting beat for 15 solid months. I don't months. understand this. So yes. what he was actually getting like... They say, I don't understand this. No, because I want to know like, so what, like when people say getting beat, see, I like the details because I don't want to know like, so she was like, like hit him with her hand. She would oh, hit yeah. him with she, objects. They have, re- they have video recording, audio recording, I'm sorry, not video, audio recording of conversations where she admittedly was hitting him in the face. Wow. She says she wasn't punching him, but he said, I know what a punch is. She kicked him in the face with the door, hit the door, kicked him in the face. He's had black eyes. He lost the tip of his finger, but they put it back on, but uh, argument and ensued. And how did he lose the tip of his finger, Cole? Well, from the story is, allegedly, she threw a bottle, and the glass bottle hit the table where his hand was, and when it shattered, it cut the tip of his finger off um and so he had to be rushed to the hospital they put the finger back on um supposedly she says on her end she endured certain abuse but there's some things that are making you question whether the abuse on her side is what she says only because in her depositions way back when they were first supposedly having these problems she was real cocky she was like i'm not scared it was a a much different person than now she's trying to portray now on the stand that she was so you know enamored with him and that he just took over her life i think what's happening is it was a toxic relationship and what's sad is is that 
No one before Johnny has ever said that he was a toxic person. He was married Mm -hmm. to his last wife for 14 years. She never came back and said, hey, this is what's happened. But this 15 months may have just ruined his career. So then she got mad and she put out that he was beating her. And so he said, you know, at first he wanted to just retreat. But then his son is going to school and his son is being uh, his father's being accused of being a woman beater. And so he was like, no, I need to put this straight. So he literally is airing what I feel like he's airing his entire horrible marriage of 15 months out good bad and indifferent to clear his name and so what's happening is is that yeah there's a lot of dirt coming out even for his side to say well if this was really going on why didn't you leave so then it came out generational trauma his father was getting abused by his mother was getting beat so just to stay and wait so his father was getting abused by his mother and he saw that he knew that and he saw he experienced that he lived that and so that was something that his father just did kind of like you know, took it, but then it got to the point where she went out and she ruined his career. Basically, Disney so was. So did Amber? Took, I'm just curious. Sorry to, to get you. I'm curious if his now ex wife Amber did she know about his parents? Oh yeah, she knew about that, and that's a part of what he said was really sad was that she took advantage of knowing his history and kind of used it against him. That's how you felt. He she used it against him because she knew that. Um, there are certain triggers and things that she could do that he wouldn't go as far as he would go. She even told him wow. one time when she smacked him in the face, she told him he did the noble thing by just walking away. But she was taunting him. What in the world is going on? And then they called her Amber Turd because apparently, allegedly, she pooped in his bed um, while he was oh, sleeping. get off of here. Bye, oh, wow. That is what? crazy. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. As a way to be mean or like, what's going on here? She claims that the dog, she has two little teeny dogs. I don't know what they are. She claimed the dogs did it. But <laughs> everybody, everybody that witnessed it said it was the size of her dog. So it was not a dog. No. It was, oh, yes, it oh was my human. gosh, that is. Wait a minute. So why do so many people see it? Because. The security people was there. It was like the weekend of Coachella or something like that. So oh, they were wow. out away from where they. I mean, it was it was some people there. There was the, are we, the are you driver me she was did there. Some revenge poop, like she pooped because she was mad. <laughs> like I want to know why did she like. But, she, but, like but, this is not funny, but it's funny. But this is the funny part. Johnny Depp was in the bed, I guess, sleep, and someone yeah. else came in and saw it and and told him and prevented him from rolling in it. Ooh. Yeah, no, Something so that like, had to be the dogs. I'm sorry, I, I, I'm with. I, I just can't believe that a human would do that. <laughs> that you're married to. But yeah, did she well, was she speaking out against him before the trial? Like, how was he losing out? Like on like these movies and stuff? Because she actually wrote TMZ or somehow she leaked it to the press and said that she did an interview or something and basically said that she was in currently battling a abusive relationship. Well, you're married to Johnny Depp. So let's not act like, you know, no one knows who you're married to. So she did it in a way that basically and then I think at one point she even named his name. Somehow it, it was all tied to him. So and what does this have to do with Pirates of the Caribbean, too? Because I saw that they offered him a hundred million. And then also, I think some exotic animal that he loves, they he, they offered him like some perks, basically. One of those cats. Something well, about some perks. Thing. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They were in negotiations mm-hmm. and then this blew up. He lost like three or four different movies because of that, because then he's a woman abuser. But this is my thought. Now, all of a sudden, Johnny Depp, who allegedly is an abuser, 
loses all this stuff. But we've yeah. seen people that are not alleged that have done it that is proven and they just keep on going on like nothing. Like this is the things that blow my mind when people decide to put down the consequences or lay down the law, it'll be for people that are in question. But then we'll literally know that there are certain people that still have their jobs right now today that is not allegedly, that it is not in question. And they are still sitting doing their job. This is the things that like make my mind explode. How is that possible? To be honest with you, I mean, I think it's also the environment that you're in. I mean, he is literally doing kids movies. So there's got to be some, I mean, he does adult movies as well, but I think is like like they said the cancel culture once one says no then people start saying no well the problem with the whole thing that they that's happening now is that they canceled him before they got the facts what we're seeing now is it's really swaying more in his favor that mm. he was really more the victim here and it could and, and there could be a couple of things first of all they have a lot of like audio they were recording each other so there's a lot what? of audio that's what I'm saying. like what do you mean they was just sitting the iphone to the side and just putting like yeah voice, like, like why was he recording her well i think towards the end he was, rec- was well, toxic and explosive he was, was, like he was plotting already like you no, know no 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 he no no let me tell you what happened when it, when it got to the point where he had to keep himself from going to jail i think he felt mm. like the relationship was so dangerous that she was so dangerous he started recording himself saying i'm trying to leave why won't you let me leave this is like towards the end of the relationship where oh, it I was see where they were breaking apart. up no i've seen people do this like this is yes. where all the videos like okay so side note as you guys know i used to work for tmz sports so there's a lot of people that come to tmz sports with these type of videos yes. and i can remember and that's what she did she went to tmz TMZ is a part of it. They're <laughs> okay. part of the leaked no, out, uh, information. Alert. They were the part. They were part of it. She leaked it to them first, and then she needed to to go further, so she leaked it to other wow. other people, and that's how he actually started losing his um his endorsements because it got to a bigger one who really published it. Then so how long was out- she recording then? Because okay, he was recording towards the end, but like, what video did she leak to TMZ? She had a couple pictures of him high. He was asleep. Okay. This oh, is, I remember this. I think yeah, that I saw the yeah. internet say that she, during her wedding, now, I don't know if this is true or false. This is allegedly, but as a part of the schedule plans, they yes, include doing drugs as a oh, part absolutely. of their itinerary. Is oh, this absolutely. for real? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. She had, but she, but then they got her and said, well, if you knew he's, he was a recovering drug addict from whatever, why would you have a party? Like, oh, there's going to be two different parties. Then she tried to say it was going to be two different parties, but she had already procured a schedule of what drugs were going to be done between coke Y'all listen and to this. She weed. Made, they and, make a schedule of the variety of drugs that they're going to do. They say, hey, we might start with Coke at 10, then at 11 we're going somewhere else. They was going on rides, honey. You hear me? I'm talking about... So could it be a thing where they could both have done damage to each other? But no, here's the thing. She actually said on the stand, I think my sister was trying to teach Johnny how to do Coke. Who does that sound like? Who's introducing to who? That's the part. Yeah, right but there. what I'm saying is, that can it, it be a world where like one of them is not in all complete fault, like where they both were Although toxic to each other and they were both toxic to each other? That's why I said it's clear toxic. that we're saying yeah, out loud. But what I'm saying, though, he was. I think, I think that he 
she probably feels, and I don't know, I mean, because this is her truth, but she probably feels like he was abusive to her too. So I'm saying, um, I, I know, I know that everybody is course. looking at it. In a I toxic with, relationship, in there's no way that he's not abusive. Like I'm not saying that but he that, for sure I know, is, but, but that's that's what let, that's what the argument is, Renee. They're arguing well, which no, one no, was being abused. With you, let's go back. I think though. both. I'm agreeing I think with you. I think it's both. But you said of course, like it's a given. I'm saying no, it's not a given because that's literally was being argued. No, 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 no. I'm saying. Well, I okay, think in a toxic sorry. relationship, I think, okay, we have good examples of toxic relationships that we've seen out in the, the open. What I'm saying is, is that sometimes you can be in a toxic relationship and you just being there is toxic. Not necessarily mm. that because you, you're feeding into the madness. You could be in a bad situation and you're feeding into the toxicity because you're staying. And that's a part of it. It's, it's being complicit in being in a toxic relationship. So let's say you have one person who's completely off the wagon. They are completely crazy and you stay. You're just feeding into a monster and, and of, of being in a yeah. toxic relationship. But what if she, but I don't even like, I'm even taking it a step further is what I was saying. And I was saying that in some cases of toxic relationships that like you said, when they stay, sometimes if you, even if you don't start out toxic, you start to develop toxic traits oh, because of that person. And so she like Amber may very well feel like started he was out to- as like, a I, toxic I feel- one and maybe turned him toxic. But I'm saying they were both just being maybe abusive to each other. Well, you have to go on the evidence like in any trial. You have to go with what evidence shows. And if his evidence is stronger than hers, then that's what you have to go with. But she's going to have to produce some real she, so she hasn't produced nothing that shows that he, she has. But that's hard because that's it's what like, I'm saying. What if that I wasn't hard. recording? Like, I'm only saying like, you know how y'all are saying, oh, they got all these recordings. That has to I'm be like, pre-planned. I haven't recorded Sam one time. So. First of all, no. When people start recording themselves to save themselves, that means that you're in a situation where you're just letting the person be themselves. If I'm walking around the house and I rant and rave and fight and bicker all day and someone turns on a microphone, that doesn't change who my behavior is. So if I'm sitting there and I'm saying, yeah, Johnny, I beat you. Yeah, I hit you. And I'm admitting that I did all the years. Yeah, you're always so noble and you're taunting the person regardless if they got the camera or not. That is a toxic situation. And especially yeah. when he says, especially when she says, well, you go to the press and I go to the press and we'll see who they believe. No, I see what you're saying. I'm not and I'm not saying that he I is. Said, this is the problem with a lot of relationships like this one. It's so, so dangerous because you don't know what point the person that might be the docile one, the one who is not going to do anything but sit there and take it snaps. Yeah. And then that's when you have a problem on your hand. Like his dad, what I want to say, the generational thing is his dad did it and took it and, and lived. And we don't know all the particulars or whatever. But at some point, you know, he, you, you being an actor, you've seen him been in these different roles. You could just snap and just go into one of your characters and do something. You speaking of acting and characters, this literally makes me think of this show I just watched called Candy on Hulu. Uh, I hope y'all, if you haven't seen Candy on Hulu yet, I advise everybody just to skip another five minutes past the pod. Because the thing about Candy on Hulu is a lot of people found it very hard to believe that a woman that looks so sweet could do something that is violent or do something that is so crazy. And so that is literally like the whole, I won't want to say point of the movie, but 
the reason that nobody thought Candy, and by the way, her name on the movie is called Candace Montgomery, and the show is called Candy. And oh, so there, the, there's and and uh, we have a relative named that too. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy because even as you're saying this, it's like my mind is like, man, and she was beating him because it's so hard to. It's not like, her first one either. She supposedly oh. beat up a girlfriend she had a couple years ago. So I'm saying is is that her history okay is a little bit more handsy than his history has ever been they said he got two black eyes on his wedding night why are you still there if we get married and the day we say i do i come up the next day with black eyes that should have been the first sign that's why i say toxicity you knew at that moment you had stepped into something really really bad here so you should have left that's why you know what but it's so sad evidently they don't have any close family members around because if you got married and the next day i saw you and you were my daughter or my son and you had two black eyes somebody gonna have to do some explaining it's not gonna just be oh this or that no 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 we want to know what happened and i'll I'll, and you know renee (laughs) that it would be something that we would not let go of Uh -uh. yeah i mean somebody to tell us something yeah but his daughter i don't think his daughter and his son were very happy about i I think they're people who knew and i think that he tried to manage it as much as he could but i think that it just like i said when you in certain situations you gotta recognize it's got his time so anyway that's what happened like we said allegedly we don't know behind closed doors we it don't really know. is crazy. But there are some things we can confirm. She did have a history of hitting people. Something happened before with a relationship where she was handsy and things happened. So I'm saying is that people who are from 15, 20 years ago, all the way up to his last wife, they just don't believe that that's really something that Johnny could do. But when I say when you stay in a toxic relationship, all these older men with these young girls, these young girls, something, they something new. They something different. You got to be ready for some stuff that they throw out that you may not just be ready for. Um, but that's what's going on so far. So I don't you know, like I said, I, I feel sorry because Johnny. I think is a, a wonderful actor. I think he had a lot of good years ahead of him. I think that hopefully this will blow over. He'll be okay. I hope Amber, if she is this as crazy as they're showing her to be, I hope that if she is that, she, she gets get help. help. Yeah. He needs to get help. I heard also that a lot of the movie uh, uh, companies will not work with her. She's oh, yeah. Really? oh yeah oh, Aquaman she- 3 said that it, this had nothing to do with her not getting into Aqu- I mean Aquaman 2 the Aquaman 2 people said that it really had nothing to do with her getting back in that she was just they just didn't want to work with her really anymore wow. so there's something there I just it's sad but there's something there but I like Johnny Depp yeah. I don't know too much I, about I, Amber I like but- Johnny Depp too I think that he is a, a great actor but I am a little conflicted just because I I'm with Roy on this when Roy wrote in the chat he said I tend to believe women or good side with women on on these kinds of things and you know while that is, that is a sticky situation to you know you can't just like automatically believe someone you know and like Snook said you do have to have all the facts and things like that but what I'm conflicted with is like the finger pointing you know like like oh well you did this and you started that and you have an abusive relationship before and I did I had a 14 in your marriage I never got a complaint you know it's like like you said if you were the toxic person like that person could change you into a different person so I think that they're both wrong I don't know I don't I don't have all the facts but I think that there's there's something that happened there that we're never going to know that I think that they were both being abusive to each other to some degree whether
whether she started it, whether he ended it, whether he, you know, contributed to it or didn't stop it or whatever. I feel like they were both being abusive to each other. You know, I don't think that no, just because she point. had an abusive past that that makes her any more guilty. I think they're both equally guilty is what I'm saying. Well, there's two types of abuse. There's emotional abuse and That's there's physical Yeah, abuse. so she might have felt like she was emotionally abused. She could have felt that and then he was the physical abuser. So it's still toxic. Exactly. Anyway, look exactly. At it. First, I, let me tell you something. I'm sorry. I'm going to be the bad person here. <laughs> if I have a history of beating people and that's my history and then someone's never had a history of beating people, I don't tend to believe that the person who's not beating people comes into relationships and just starts beating people. I mean, but you, could, tend you to don't believe, start, but you, you can definitely contribute to it. Even yeah, if you but don't that's what I'm saying. That's, that's the toxic part of it I was saying. I was saying if you come into a relationship and you are being mentally, physically, or emotionally abused and you stay, you're feeding into the toxicity. Now, it, whether you retaliate or however you respond to it, you started in this relationship one way. If it's starting to get to the fact where you feel like you have to do that to survive in a relationship, that to me is wrong on both sides. Definitely. I, that's the part that's I'm, what saying. I'm saying. They're both that's wrong. The that's, that's what I think yeah. too. I think they're both wrong. Exactly. And so here's the thing. It just always goes back to know who you're getting into in a relationship with. Maybe don't move too fast, but also too, there's when you're under the influence they probably don't even remember half exactly. the things sure. that they've done. Like oh, that's, I, that's I definitely like if yes. you're if listen, when I saw this lady had an itinerary of what drugs to do and when, I said, Oh, it's party time over there. People know things get wild when you party. So imagine that they're on this roller coaster ride ninety so percent of the time. Die because hey, they going they're going to jail because it's here dangerous. it is written down. You know, blow by blow. And so I see everybody's point. Like, it's like, you know, the main thing that I hear is that who you're with, if you are in a situation, you have to get yourself out because a toxic situation can turn into who knows what. So everybody on this conversation right now, we all chose our partner. And I think we all chose our partner well. But everyone, everyone, please be careful who you decide to go through life with. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. 
Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Okay, so we wanted to do things a little bit differently in episode 21 because we wanted you to get to know the family, get to know us. But also, we we see what's going on around the world. And I know everybody saw that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. It was a wild, wild turn of events at every turn. They live streamed it so we all could watch the madness live. They showed us what toxicity can do. It can tear down your workplace. It can tear down your relationship. It can tear down a lot. So we wanted to break down relationships just in general, just relationships. And and we're sitting here live from West Virginia at Snookabooka's place right now. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome Welcome to to the basement, baby. Welcome. We got my sister Shay here with me. We got Cole here with me. We got Serena and we got Snookabooka, of course. So, and we got WNBA games on in the background to create the vibe. So if you see somebody react, that's just what's going on but anyways people always ask me what does it take to be a WNBA player and for those that don't know less than one percent of college athletes make it to the WNBA so you pretty much have to be great to make it to the WNBA so what is the formula for success because everyone always says it takes a village and I'm sitting here with my village right now so I'm going to start with my snookabooka Okay, what like, you know, she's been a college professor for 30 plus years. She taught people how to build a career and everything like that. So if people want to know, Snookabooka and Diddy molded this whole thing around here. And when I say this whole thing around here, Shay's a doctor. Cole's a big time COO, like molded this whole thing. Um, Snook, what are your keys to success? Just what are some things that throughout life you try to instill or what are your keys to success? Always when we ask, uh, when people ask me what it takes, it's usually hard work and it takes a, a whole team usually to help you achieve your goals. A lot of times if you try to go in and do something by yourself, you're not successful. But if you let other people know, your family, your friends or whatever, and you have a big support group with you, pushing you towards your goal, then it's easier to achieve. Yeah, I would say definitely. I think for us, I remember young, well, for me, young, we talk about it a lot where my sisters was at all the AAU tournaments and different things like that. So when I think of success, Shay just, we had a Memorial Day party, like, and I'm talking about a real party, like family came in. Shay missed half of the weekend taking AJ, her son, to an AAU tournament. So when I think about success, the first thing I think about is you got to have a certain level of debt education because a success ankle there's there's nothing that's going to be easy in the sense of if you want to achieve the highest level ever but that's just me in sports but Shay 
you went through doc. What is it called? Doctor school, doctorate school. What do y'all even call it? I don't even know the name, but to achieve a certain level of success, I remember even you telling me stories about you would take naps to like what, what, like what kind of dedication, what was that looking like for you? Oh, well, first of all, I went to pharmacy school. It takes a lot of hard work. I would say I wasn't the smartest you know, um, in the classroom, but I had a good work ethic. So once you, you start to pursue whatever you want to do in life, you have to work hard toward it. I, I mean, I'd be up cause I had a two year old when I went to school. So she didn't understand mommy has to study right now. So whenever I would pick her up from school, I would spend time with her until she went to bed. And then that's when I had to study. So I'll be up late night studying, then get up early morning and take her to school and then go to school. So dedication is Personal drive and hard work, that's what gets you anywhere in life. You you could be the smartest person in the classroom, but if you don't work hard, you're not going to make it. I know plenty of smart people that were in pharmacy school that didn't make it through the program because they did not have that work ethic. So I, that trickles down to any aspect of life. Work ethic is number one. This weekend, we were talking with some people who had been involved with Renee during her uh, basketball years. And one of the individuals, Mr. J.W. Spencer, uh, talked about Shay. Every time I see him, he tells me when she was the cheerleading coach and they were going on their football trips and they had to catch a bus to go to the game or whatever. He said Shay would always get on the bus and she'd have this big book. She'd have three or four big books. He said they were about this thick. And he would ask her, "Are you? do you have to read that whole book? you have to know everything in that whole That's book? That's what I'm saying. Can we get and the Cliff Notes saying, version? Yeah. This is why I would have been yeah, them kids. He said that Shay studied the whole trip up, went to the game, uh, you know, uh, managed the cheerleaders, got back on the bus and continued to study on the way back. So she was dedicated to to study in time management is important as well for sure i think time management might be one of my strongest suits like i think that you know like people send tweets how how do you do all this in 24 hours and i'll be like listen i like in between uh like i could be on a shoot so i had a shoot with a company and it was a six hour shoot so that's almost a whole full day i can't go a whole full day without checking my emails or getting work done so if i have a full six hour shoot well in between sets or in between shots i'm checking my email i'm responding i'm writing serena and i'm asking her hey where are we with this can you reach out to people it's like just staying connected I really do think time management might even though Shay, that might be like at the top of the list because every you see what people I've talked about time management before on here I'm like look at what the rock's doing look at what Issa Rae's doing Kevin Hart everybody got them same 24 hours look at what you're doing with it so that's that's definitely one oh, and I think that also prioritizing what's important um, a lot of times we you got to give priority what is priority and not just say, OK, I got 24 hours in one day. What is the, the most important thing and work from there? Because a lot of times people will give a lot of uh, time and energy to things that don't really mean anything. So prioritizing what's important, what how will this make my day go forward? That's another thing that you have to learn how to do with being successful. You no, know, I taught time management and a lot of the things that we were talking about are the tenets of time management that makes it, you know, a successful person does have to be able to manage their time. Shay, uh, Shay talked about uh, dedication and hard work and then Nikki talked about prioritizing. So those all, and even in athletic or anything, those are things that you really need to, you know, concentrate on for success. Basically, 
You know, like I, I just being around the whole family, like I, I see that it like Renee was saying, it does take a village, you know, like time management, you know, all those things, you know, uh, put patience in there, you know, and, you know, and dedication. Definitely. Yeah. You know, like it, it really does take a lot of support, you know, for you to be successful. And from what I see, you know, you guys all support each other, you know, especially like like when, you know, we're 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 filming your your, you know, your project right now. And, you know, you see everybody who helped you get 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 along, you know, get to your journey, everybody who's helped you along your journey. And, it, you know, it, it wasn't you know, it, it's, it's, it's a family, but it's also a community. So it is a village, you know, so, uh, you know, just, just seeing how much, you, how, how much you guys support each other, it really does show me that, you know, like support is, is essential, you know, when, and, and it is, it is like one of, one of the keys to success from, from what I see from just watching, you know, you, you guys as a family. So, yeah. So I think that as you hear the keys to success that my family's talking about that, that's just keys to success in life in general. But I think that all of those apply to sports and like, even me, like I talked about time management, but I would say my keys to success in the sense of the sports f- frame would be First of all, stay locked in on the goal. Like, and that doesn't matter what the goal is. There's going to be ups, downs. But if you're locked in on what is the goal, you always seem to find your way back to how you should be doing or what you should be doing. And then put in the ugly work. I think this is what is missing with like younger generation. Everything is so instant with social media. There is ugly work. I used to run heels. Like I used to run back there that hill all summer long. I would run until I threw up. But then when I went to UConn and we had to run stadiums, I was good because I had already put in that ugly work. But it's like that ugly work. It seems like that part's what's missing. Like, you know, there's the Instagram workouts and that's all well and good. But there's that ugly, ugly, ugly work that you just like got to put in. Nobody's watching. Your own self-discipline, you know when you should probably get up and work out or you know when you should probably go do something. You're your own regulator. So you got to put in that ugly work. And then the last thing is just being unbothered. Like I like I'm probably the most unbothered human ever. And it could be that could be a good or bad thing. But like I was never bothered by my height. I was never bothered by the rumors. I was never bothered by comparisons, anything. And it never really mattered to me. I've always pretty much remained unbothered in in all things. I was just going to be on my journey. I was going to be about my way. And I just remain unbothered because if you start getting caught up in the who, what, when, where, you're going to forget Number one, stay locked in on your goal. So keep that noise out. Keep Keep, the noise. Keep the noise out. My Diddy used to always say, don't read your own press clippings, baby. And so don't (laughs) read your own press clippings. Like keep all that noise out. You know, that that speaking of Diddy, that leads me to my next question. What's it like being a part of a sports family? Whether you're married into it, you grow up in it like we did. It's an experience. And uh, listen, Shay, I'm going to start with you this time, Shay, because you grew up in a sports family, but your husband, Ramel, and his family have married into our crazy sports family. So I'm just going to say people that may not know, what are some of the things you have to deal with being a part of a sports family? <laughs> well, first of all, every vacation you take is, <laughs> is going to be based around some type of sport event. <laughs> Bingo! Bingo! I didn't know this wasn't normal. We were going to a sporting event. That's facts. So though. That's we facts. Were going, if the event 
for that summer was in Florida. That's where we vacationed at that summer. <laughs> <laughs> the was in Chicago. That was where we vacationed that summer. So one thing about being a sports family is every time you, your vacation is going to be centered around a sporting event. It's not just really a vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> and Shay, I might add, that's why you weren't here for the first two days because <laughs> now your child has sporting events. And, and so that's my vacation. And there's your va- and there goes your that's vacation. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And also, well, I was my family on both sides, my husband's family, they're big sports people too so what was, happens when sports families collide when sports families collide it's a lot of competition everywhere <laughs> you go it's a competition and you find competitions in different states we, yep. we went to um, we went to the outer banks and my sons where we were we were at the resort there was a basketball hoops and so basically they were like all right we'll see you later so they left they went on vacation an actual vacation and made it a competition by going and playing other people who were staying at the resort as well (laughs) so everywhere you go it's a competition so regardless of what it is you're going to have some type of we have relay races we race on the sand i know y'all saw that video everything is a sports yes even in board games this is a competition yes so i've never played a more competitive competitive game of Scrabble. <laughs> that was intense. I, I was mad and everything. See, I was, she was so upset. It was like, no, everybody, we take this serious. This ain't no Everything game. is serious in the Montgomery family. Okay. Okay. So, so like, they, they're all, they all have the athlete mentality. I mean, I can, like, I, I can, I can attest to that. Okay. But, um, it's, it's interesting being part of a sports family. Cause like Shay said, everything is centered around a sport event Renee and I we were li- we literally got married right before the season was about to start so it's like it's either you only have like two options in April or, or after which is like September so Shay is absolutely right everything has to be centered around the sports season oh, same facts. for my wedding I had to say, I, had, I got That's married in December so that Renee could make it even my second wedding was yep. in April yes. <laughs> That's when Renee can make it. Yeah, exactly. That's just how it goes. Listen, this is the life. And and she talked about the competitiveness. Like, I I want you to really understand. It goes for the kids, too. Like, the kids can get this work all the time. It doesn't matter. Like, Junior wanted to just hop in and play Scrabble with us like we was going to care that he was 14. No, sir. We we ran him out of the building the first couple times. Then he started to find his footing. He beat us one time. He never lets us forget it because, again, he was (laughs) raised in a sports family. That's what it is. But another thing that I think when you're in a sports family is, so even right now, when we start to do anything, you know, like we had a big cookout, Sports families know how to communicate. Sports families know mm-hmm. how to delegate how responsibilities, to how to organize, mm-hmm. how to plot, how to, you know what I'm saying, how to all of that. Sports families know that we we like work together so well because we learn teamwork. We know what that's like. So when we have to do something, we're like, all right, well, Shay is actually the organizer. So we're sitting here right now with the organizer yes. and everybody got a role in the family, but it's she's so a nice she's our show family together too, planner. All in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, everybody. It is, it yeah, is. the family planner. <laughs> So when you're part of a sports family, everybody understands their role because in sports, everybody has a role. Like that's what you learn in sports. You have your role. I have my role. It's different than yours. And it's not less than. It's just that's your role because a lot of times in sports, you may know the person that scores a lot of points. You may know a person that gets the most rebounds. But in sports, we have a term where we call the glue player. 
And that glue player is the real MVP on the team. It's like the the media may know about the superstars. The media may know all the headline stories, but then you got the glue players. You got the people that do the dirty work. You got all of that. And in our family, the best thing about it, I think, is that no one cares if they have to do the dirty work. You know, like Cole's husband, Shannon, he's the runner of the family. Every time you forget something at the store, <laughs> he got to go to the store and get it. Yeah. And he does his, he knows he his role. And he, he does does his his yes, he does. Right now, he's like the grill master. He knows he was going to be slaving on the grill all day long. 60 hamburgers, 100 hot dogs. 60 hamburgers, 100 hot dogs later. Hey, I mean, as, as, as part of the in-laws. <laughs> Greens, beans, tomatoes, tomatoes. As part of the in-laws, you got to bring it to the Montgomery family. I mean, everybody, everybody's a role player. So if you're the in-law, you got to you gotta help in something. Egos. You got to come the thing about our family. We do not have egos. So nobody's walking around here with their feelings hurt because no one asked them to do something or somebody asked them to do too much. We really don't have that problem with our family. I think I think our our family operates like a team pretty much. So we have family meetings yes. where things are discussed. If something is wrong, it's brought out. Everybody sits around and yep. everybody has their input. So I, I think, you know, because we've been around sports so much, we've kind of adapted how we operate as a family. Like and a as a business team. too. And as yeah, I'm about to say, and Sam, you know, Sam steps right on in. It's like <laughs> she's been here the entire time. <laughs> Um, and that's a great thing about it too is that we have a beautiful a family as well because I mean Junior is my nephew oh, like he Junior don't, he don't play is about my nephew we don't play about these children we don't play about my sister that's the way we are we go yes. shopping together we in oh, there yes. hustling shopping together yeah. and that's another thing it's the close knit family that um, you know even with sports and competitiveness you do have that close knit family sure. like the boys aren't gonna let anything my sons aren't gonna let anything happen to Junior Junior ain't gonna let anything happen to you know the younger ones they're all looking out for each other they get on each other's nerves yeah well, they're well, gonna well, fight they, 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 they gonna fight now they on Fortnite my cousin Junior is gonna oh, come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on Fortnite yeah, even one of our nephews was games. talking noise on Fortnite yes, right yes, so he's telling yes. the people they the planning is I'm trying to yeah, I'm assuming they was catching some L's because Ajax was getting mad. AJ is Shay's son. So my baby was getting mad. And so his response, his clapback was like, oh, yeah, well, my cousin Junior is going to kill all y'all. Kill all y'all. <laughs> and then Junior got the remote and went on Fortnite and proceeded <laughs> to obliterate exactly the competition. Yes, 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 yes. But that's yes, just yes. how we roll. It was like Junior was like, say less. What's going on? They talking noise. It don't matter if it's on the game. It don't matter if Shay had to pull person. up at summer camp. It don't don't matter where it's at like that's the thing about sports teams y'all know y'all seen it they ride together we saw Miami Heat everyone remembers a little bench altercation and then what did Miami Heat go and do they almost made it to the finals this year a lot of people was like what's going on that altercation you know we've seen Skylar Diggins and Diana Trossi have a situation we've seen it with the Atlanta Dream where people have situations and people think that that's just the end all be all no families fight don't they Families yeah, are I mean, you. I mean, but I think I think that's that's a beautiful families thing. Families don't fight. Families disagree. Oh, there you go. I, mean, I, I like I, I that. Think, I think families fight a little bit, and that's okay. <laughs> they disagree. <laughs> 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 
we love each other so much that we don't ever hold it against each other i think that that's the beautiful thing about a team you know like like you guys have sports instilled in you but then you know you guys like over over everything is family you know and so like that's a beautiful thing just being married into the family like you see that that close bond and it honestly gives me goosebumps just talking about it because you really do feel the love every time you're around the montgomery family and it, and it is a feeling that that you know like you don't necessarily see that in a lot of families my family i i, I we, we're actually a very close family too Definitely, i didn't know that yes, other families yes. were this way <laughs> yes, so that's, yes. that's the reason why Beautiful. you know like why we're able to be so you know so so blunt with each other and so honest and still like make each other better at the same time because we are a team and we do work together you know and and you know the fact that we like everything to be a one that makes the other person be better you know because we're not going to let nobody else slack you Facts. know so yeah. we, we know we the all, standard we can exactly set. like we all we all pretty much you know like keep each other you know up and and support each other you know like what i was saying earlier that's exactly it so that we know what it's like working with our sports families but we also know that Times are constantly changing, even in sports and how it's covered. Athletes now, something happened in the game. Athletes are on social media telling you what happened. And it's like, whoa, you know, like you got a different perspective than you've ever had. So that leads me to my next conversation of traditional versus non-traditional roles and also just being that role player. Because a lot of times in sports, we hear the word the others. And I've been a role player a lot in my career, but I performed it with pride. We talked about that now with our group, but I didn't look at it as a slight. I honestly looked at it as like, look, without my role, the team wouldn't be successful. And we talked about that with our RMA team, that that's basically where we are. So Serena, I'm going to start with you on this one because everyone has their mindset on basically a traditional viewpoint on how couples should or should not do business. Should they even do business together? How do you work together as a couple? With Serena and I, you know, we're anything but traditional. We're two millennial moms raising a Gen Z kid together. It's wild out here, okay? <laughs> so how do you personally, I would say, navigate through each of the roles that you have, businesswoman, family woman, entertainer. I mean, that's all of us at this point. You wear a hundred hats as a woman in general, but just if you're working in business, you know, like how do you navigate through all those different roles? I mean, shoot your tribe and like my tribe is the Montgomery tribe you know my my tribe my family my mom my sisters you know like we um you know we we n nobody has a big ego you know like like when when you're talking about doing your role or whatever everybody's role is important you know so when you're when you're part of a team part of a family and you actually want you know like when you guys have a common goal of let's you know like like let's let's do right by whatever you know like as long as you have like that integrity of wanting to do right nobody nobody has you know like a, a big a big ego and so everybody's able to perform and do their jobs in order to support what that common goal is you know so you know you you're talking about traditional i don't even know what traditional is traditional is well snook, <laughs> we could ask snook what's traditional but i would you know traditional i think does change a lot and so for me even i i learned this from snook and them like i don't know how couples do with finances but with with us serena and i we have a joint account but we also have separate accounts i don't know if that's traditional or not traditional but i know that snook and diddy have done it 
their whole lives. So I was thinking it's dope because like I tell Serena all the time, like we both got to build up our stuff together, like our credit together, our bank accounts together. We're building up our joint account. But, you know, I tell her all the time, like when we get a check together, you know, if, if we do a think tank production, you earn that check. Put we, we put percentages and we split it up. And like, I don't know if that's traditional or not, but I know that like as as a family unit working together, you know, like you figure out what your norm is almost or is there even a norm anymore on how I to think COVID change tradition and norm, norm nothing normal anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah that's what I'm saying. I don't even know what traditional COVID, is. Ever since COVID, like, the normal is not normal. Exactly. Anymore, right, you know? so, right. And I mean, if you want to go to the finances, I think with the way that the banking situations are now, I don't have a joint account with my husband because if he needs money, we can transfer funds back and forth so easily that it doesn't make sense to really even have a joint hmm. account for us because like, hey, we got to pay this bill. He sends me the money to pay the bill or whatever, go back and forth. So the joint account is really not even necessary. And like at our household, we really don't have one. No, we definitely send Zell back and forth. Yeah, they probably think we have some kind of a money laundering uh, <laughs> uh, family because I mean we be Backs. zelling it here, zelling it back, Zell and there. then zelling back yeah. over here. So we be we be moving it around. But when you talk about traditional or non-traditional, I guess I've always maybe we've been considered traditional, but I've always kind of thought we were non-traditional because uh, roles, uh, I figure if there's something that needs to be done, there's no gender role that who should do what. And and I think all through our marriage, that's how it's been. Now, my husband, he thinks there's gender roles or things that women <laughs> shouldn't do or should not do. Yes, Diddy don't does. want Snook yes. taking out the garbage. No, I just think that he no. thinks that she's too special. She don't carry no bags. No she bags. don't carry no bags. No, no, she no, barely no. walks. So I tell you that right. she doesn't drive anymore. Right I believe this stuff these people are telling you. <laughs> no, but we had we had things like as I said, if something needs to be done, you do it. And and sometimes it might not be considered the role of the woman or the role of the man. Just for instance, when I used to have to go out of town for work, Ron would be become the mother of the house, and he would do pigtails oh. and oh, do the hair. Oh, wow. 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 straight out. <laughs> it did not be. It was rough. But at any rate, whatever is necessary to make the family go is how we've always operated. If, you know, if it needs to be done and it's going to make the family, it has to be done, then we will do it. That's how we've always I operated. I also remember Daddy used to cook when Mom was on uh, her business trips. And one time he set Mom's curtains on fire in the kitchen. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe there's a reason for the rolls. Maybe he set the curtains on fire in the kitchen. Yeah. And then he turned them off backwards and thought Mom would go see it. <laughs> that sounds that like happened. stuff that we was going. That happened. That happened. I was there for it. Yes, and to this day, I don't allow him to cook in my kitchen. Uh, no, he does Wait, not need to be in the kitchen. Doesn't he fry chicken out in the garage or something? Yeah, he fry chicken out in the garage. Fry chicken out in the garage. That's a man cave. cave. Diddy got Diddy has a shower in his garage. Like Diddy, Diddy got a whole house, there. Yeah. house in the garage. Speaking man of gender cave. roles, yeah. like a man cave. I never heard nothing about no woman cave. It's a she shed. A she shed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Inside the house, the she shed is on the well, outside. That's because you know traditionally the house is it's the a woman's. woman's. Yeah. That's the woman's domain. She owns. She's over the whole you entire house. You so better the men, believe it. They develop you better the man believe cave it. So that they can have their own designated area in the house because the woman is over the entire house. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, no, yes. I mean, I, I, I can definitely, I definitely agree with that. Is, is you know, I grew up in a family where my 
my mom, she she's an entrepreneur, so she was working all the time. So that's why I'm like, I don't even know what traditional is because my 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 stepfather, he would come home every day at 4:30 and he would cook for us and and my mom would still be working. She would come home like at nine o'clock at night or something. So gender roles weren't really necessarily a thing in my household. So when we talk about roles and navigating through all those different roles and stuff, I feel like, you know, like like just being being part of of the Montgomery family now and you guys now knowing my family is like you you we all we all have a role to play and we all you know we we all realize that our roles are important and we all have you know like like I said earlier we all have that that common goal of just wanting to be great I guess let dumb people be great yeah we in my house we don't have any gender roles either if it needs (laughs) to be done please get it done that's that's what it comes down to as far as our banking situation yes we had um a bank account a joint bank account we don't even really use it anymore like you said because of zelle we still have it but that's crazy though we zelle back and forth if 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 something needs to get paid oh babe can you pay the bill oh yeah i got it okay well here's my bank card pay we don't i we don't really use that anymore because like you said we're selling our kids money (laughs) i mean it's it's stuff going everywhere right now i should have bought some stock in Lyft as much as like because we're in Atlanta so Lyft is a way of life as much as we are sending money to Junior I'm like where is that money going like every time that bank account I get the alert that account is a blow 50 I'm like come on baby so listen speaking of roles I tell him you got core four I make him do chores every day you gonna earn your keep on that and in his chores he's doing the dishes He's folding the laundry. So there he's learning at a young age. There's not a thing here as far as generals. Yeah, like he gotta said, take care of himself. You gonna get right. this work done. Period. Right, I don't right, want to hear right. you can't take care of yourself because honestly, when you think about gender roles, it makes you one dimensional then because okay, what happens if you your your husband leave you? Now you don't know how to take out the trash, you don't know how to do nothing, like you don't even know what's going on. So for me, Diddy always used to say we gotta be independent, be able to take care of yourself. I N D E P E N D E N T. Do you know what that means? Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. a Montgomery way. That's I mean, what it and, is. and honestly, even you know, like the other part of the question you asked me, um, just having having good role models, you know, like like Shay, Snook, Cole, you know, like they're all just hard workers, you know. So, and, and, and I mean, not to mention Renee, of course. Like Renee, and Renee yourself. is such a hard worker. She's taught me how to be an even harder worker. I thought I was already a hard worker before until I met the Montgomery family. I'm like, I, I ain't doing nothing. What am I doing? You know, so so yeah, so you know, just having having that example of having you know of, of women that wear many many hats. You know, just the, you, we have we have incredible women in our lives who wear many many. <laughs> I was trying to talk over that. Snook wilding, Snook wilding. We leaving that in there too, so y'all can see. <laughs> that was Snook. I want everybody to know that everybody was Snook. Is she okay? <laughs> I'm glad Serena trying to talk over that. Go ahead, Serena. If anybody questions working with your family, like just look look how we get along. Look how we crack jokes. Like I I love working with my family. Like I I've I've been working with my family since before we even started our business. And and you know, like just just look 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 how look how we even like like I said, we we interrupt each other and we we crack a joke about it, you know, because it's like like I said, we just keep each other on our toes and you can't do that with other with a lot of people that are not fans. Yeah, that's true. You know? facts. Very facts. So I want to end with something fun because we were just now watching Family Feud. It was 
things you want your mother-in-law to do. And I thought, oh, wow, this is cool. And then when I saw the answers, I was like, oh, wow, this is not cool. So what kind of mother-in-laws are y'all going to be is going to be a question because (laughs) on Family Feud, the top five answers were leave me alone, don't talk, move to Cuba. It was wild out there. I was like, like, Sam, you want me to move to Cuba? I said, no. (laughs) She wanted her to move to Cuba. (laughs) First of all, Snook is like the best mother-in-law. I I, honestly, like, I I, I hear all the time people talking about mother-in-laws. That's that's nothing that I I can honestly say I do not have that experience because I I, I, I tell Renee all the time, I'm like, I love Snook and Diddy. I wish they were my parents. And I love it because if you're talking about for my son my daughter <laughs> because the mother-in-law to the son is going to be a nightmare it's different mm-hmm. so yeah, yes. like you're going to be a monster-in-law when it comes to AJ for sure I, I might be <laughs> I, 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 I just might be I feel you though I feel like I'm, a, I'm already that I'm gonna be like Sam who I'm is, tell you right I'm now definitely helicopter mom poor junior I'm gonna tell you right now because with technology kids don't have the luxury of nothing we got life 360 that follows them around their little dot everywhere they go so i don't know like at a certain point should he cut off his life 360 with with serena so that he can move freely no. you like, know what point is that right when he's grown he don't want first to of all we still keep life 360 on each other you and your what, sisters what know each other about that the time. time mama's boy is that what they're trying to get to <laughs> well, let me just tell you yeah. let me just tell you mom is a mother-in-law now but i'm the next one closest to being a mother-in-law <laughs> And I always I'm like, OK, I don't want to be that mother-in-law that's going to be please li- move to Cuba. Please be quiet. <laughs> don't talk to us. I don't want to be that person. Well, so I ain't moving, baby. I, 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 I was just about to say, no, I, I will not go. Nowhere. Listen, I, listen, I will not go quietly into the night. So <laughs> if you, if you are one the of them daughter-in-laws <laughs> that think that this is what's going to happen, what's going to go down, you, you got another and thing. And that is going to say to all the future girlfriends. Listen, there you go. Because you got to remember, women are always going to want to claim their throne. So to your point, Shay, it, and Cole has all boys. Let's oh be clear. Cole gosh. got four whole boys mm-hmm. out Boy here. Mom. So she got four women is about to come try to knock her out the place. <laughs> and then Serena got a son. I got a son. So it's it's different. But, you see, but that's that's one thing that like I feel like you can never knock that person. You know, yeah, like it, that's another part of exactly, knowing your role. Exactly. You know, your place. Exactly. Oh. You can like, never um, knock the like queen out. Shay, you, you are going to be a. <laughs> I've had friends who have told me their, you know, their their mother in laws were in town and were staying, and they were on pins and needles. They were over here. They said you got a beer, or something. Because oh. I need something for my nerves. My mother in laws at the house. Oh and no. all of that. I have not. But you know, I was always so. blessed with uh, my husband's family. His too. mother and father have always just blessed. been really, really loving or whatever. And as a matter of fact, I met uh, I met his family. I guess when I was eighteen or 19 and we've been very close he's so close that he says that his sisters are not his sisters they're my sisters oh, yeah. so we've always what's those been trips y'all take called a sister-in-law trip <laughs> oh, oh, oh. They, they, they fancy right yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we, we might have 
trip. start doing some sister-in-law trips over here. I can also say this. Oh, we do need some sister-in-law trips. But I can also say, I can also say that I'm extremely blessed. My mother-in-law is absolutely amazing. Um, she loves me the same way she loved my mother. Loves me. My children, they do no wrong. Can never do any wrong. Um, she will side with me before she sides with her son. So I will say. <laughs> I'm going to say, mom, yeah, Miss so Lucy, shouts to Miss Lucy. I don't leave there hungry ever. My mom, my mom gets mad leftovers. at me when I go home and I don't bring Renee <laughs> yes. with me. She's like, where's Renee? I'm like, hi, mom. Sumami, <laughs> shouts to Miss Lucy, man. Like she just, there's something about similar cultures too because their culture and our culture are very similar so when you go everybody gets a plate like everybody oh, yes. is family and so it's the same family, way over here exactly so her family welcomed me in the same way I think that I'm going to be the most lit mother-in-law. I just, this is it. I was auntie of the year 10 times. Now yes, I'm going for mom. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Definitely auntie of the year. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. They love, yes. they love yeah. I like yeah. the yeah. fun, okay? So, I, I, well, I have to I don't. Everybody's spoken on their mother-in-laws. I have a wonderful mother-in-law as well. Aww. She she reaches out to me. She's always understanding. She's very sweet. And I have an also... Is it a grandmother-in-law? I have an awesome oh, grandmother-in-law. Wow. Her Aww, mother, I love so her sweet. to death as oh, well. Yeah, so I, I'm yeah. blessed with the fact that I have a great mother-in-laws as well. So we don't have no monsters-in-law? Really? Right? No, no, is no. it you? Is going to be a monster-in-law? I think so because Renee, I tell her all the time, she's too nice to Angel's girlfriends. I'm like, hold up. Why are you so Girlfriend? nice? Girlfriend? Wait a minute. times not all together <laughs> <laughs> she said not all together it's separate time listen this is what how i feel you got to keep folks close okay so i want his girlfriends i want him even junior i think he'd be telling me some wild stuff because it's like okay he wow he really you know he really feels like he just having a heart to heart so i like to keep it like that even with my nephews and nieces and sometimes i hope they're not listening but when they tell me wild stuff i got to tell my sisters like hey they just told me this yes. like i don't you know what i'm saying like i don't i ain't in Absolutely. it but, but they just venting to me so i'm always gonna look out but i always want to be that person that they feel like they can tell whatever the worst case scenario is like let me know because we're going to have to figure out how to tell everybody together or something like that. Like, that's where I always want to be. Even with Junior, I'm like, listen, if something go wrong, don't try to fix it and then come to me when it's already a complete broken mess. Come to me and then we'll figure out how to tell Sam because she's going to be the one that's going to lose it. Look, so. all, all, I want, all I want is just for my baby to be taken care of. I feel like, like as a mother and as a mother-in-law, I feel like you just want your baby to be that's taken care of. Right. And, you know, like I respect my, my parents-in-law so much that I want to take care of Renee just like they took care of Renee, you know, because I, cause I, I love them and I want to show them how much I love them. So it, it is, I feel like it needs to be a mutual respect whoever Definitely. angel's wife is going to be in the future Ooh, she's like Lord, did you I, want, have little, I want her i want her to feel that did you have a little heart <laughs> listen listen let me just tell you you're going to have a lot of women to deal with <laughs> because oh, Junior's a good know. looking guy oh, and they're yes, going to be coming, i'm literally you know. sweating with this conversation <laughs> <laughs> When you're good looking, you know, like you're like a piece of sugar, you're going to draw the flies. Oh, <laughs> you know, my, okay. Okay. And, you know, okay. you know, she got three hot daughters. And on that 
note, we hope that all of y'all have a hot girl summer. This is our family. This is our tribe. You know, this is who we go to war with. This is who we cry with, who we laugh with. This is who we rock with. And we thank y'all for rocking with us. Lean I can't it, say it. Hey. 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 Okay. 500,000 times. I was just about to say, <laughs> I can't thank y'all enough for rocking with us. Y'all showing out 500,000 plus. 500,000 plus downloads Woo! in four months. Wow. Y'all showing out. So we appreciate thank y'all being a part of the family, rocking with us. This is episode 21. I talked about it is special to me because that basketball sports thing member being a part of a sports family numbers matter why does 21 matter so much to me because i'm an athlete okay get used to it if you're going to marry into a sports family but y'all are officially a part of our family forever man montgomery and company we out here (laughs) and just so you know when we talked about we may argue or fight, Snook said it's just a disagreement. But never, ever, ever will we be toxic to one another. Watching that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, I just, somebody got to make it make sense. Cole, you might have to do a make it make sense on that because there's a lot of things that didn't make sense to me. If you love somebody, you don't treat them that way. So no toxicity over here. Family it's all love everything. when it's family. All love, all love. <laughs> <laughs> Get snook. <laughs> she's sober too. I just want y'all to know she ain't even drinking. She's sober. Like this is it. She got that energy all the time. Love and happiness. Mm. All right, I'm not gonna sing, but I think that love and happiness is family, and to me, also, it's sports, and that's why it's dope being a part of a sports family because I get the best of both worlds right here. And so, with Moco on the go, yes, that's what we're gonna call it when we're on the go together, when we're doing live shows. Moco on the go might be at WNBA All Star. I can't call it, but with love and happiness, and with sports and working with family, you start to see that the things in sports, it's a bond. Family's a bond, sports is a bond. So when you have both of those together, it's like an unbreakable bond. So I'm so hyped to have my Montgomery tribe, as Serena said, with me. And listen, as you know here, it's a generational thing. We'll see y'all next week. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.